Welcome to the Veggie Boy Project. This is a dramatization of a young man's desire for better health and how it led him to a journey into faith. Well, it's been quite an eventful year. I, I still miss Kat so much and I, I think of her every day. Jason is doing much better emotionally. He says he hasn't been bar hopping or having one night stands anymore. He actually has been having bowel surgery with me on a more regular basis now. In fact, Jason has even been sharing what he's learned from my bio study of Caden. Praise God for that. Speaking of Caden, he has really matured a lot in these past few months. He's been more helpful around the house. You know, he tells me he has been having date nights with Jade every week and just trying to get her to know her better, you know? He's also taking her to church every week and Caden's even thinking about getting rebaptized and rededicating himself to God. I keep praying for him and Jason. I've also been keeping in touch with Heather. We text each other several times a week and she says she's, she's going back to church and she even bought a couple of her gay friends along with her. Son, do you have a minute to talk? Uh, yeah, sure, Dad. I was just making a recording. Um, let me turn it off. No, go ahead and leave it on. I don't mind. In fact, maybe this conversation needs to be recorded. Um, okay, Dad. Son, I'm getting a little worried about your religious beliefs. Worried? What do you mean, Dad? It's just that your views are becoming more and more extreme. What? For example, your ideas on the Sabbath. You don't like me resting on the Sabbath? I'm fine with you resting on the Sabbath, son. But you're resting on the wrong day. Dad, I've studied the Sabbath in my Bible for myself, and I'm convicted that it's on Saturday. Son, listen here. Saturday is the Jewish Sabbath in Old Testament times. Sunday is the Christian Sabbath. We observe Sunday in honor of Jesus' resurrection. The Sabbath and all the ceremonial regulations were nailed to the cross at Calvary. I don't know about that, Dad. It doesn't make sense to me that the Sabbath was the only one of the Ten Commandments was changed at the cross. In my studies, the Sabbath was observed way before Moses took the Israelites to Mount Sinai. God established the Sabbath of the creation. Adam and Eve were the first people to observe the Sabbath. And that's another thing, son. I find your belief in a little creation unsettling. Unsettling? You are going against popular scientific beliefs. I know you feel that there is scientific evidence that a literal creation is possible, but don't you realize your beliefs make you seem a little fanatical? Besides, the creation story, like the flood story, as well as the story of the Tower of Babel, are just ancient parables to teach us truths about humanity. So you're saying that I should treat the first 11 chapters of the book of Genesis as symbolic? Exactly. But Jesus talked about Adam and Noah as if they were real people. The story of Garden of Eden was just a symbol, then that means there was no Adam and Eve. If Adam and Eve did not exist, then there was no temptation to involve humanity. If those things didn't happen, then there was no original sin. If, if that's the case, why did Jesus die on the cross for us? I do not want to debate theology with you right now. If you had kept these extreme beliefs to yourself, I wouldn't be as concerned. However, you're sharing these erroneous beliefs with other people and harming them. Wait, what? Dad, I... I haven't hurt anyone. 
What are you talking about? Take your brother, for example. He's become a vegetarian thanks to your health views. There's nothing wrong with being a vegetarian. Perhaps not, but it's apparently weakened his faith. He got a girl pregnant, Liam, and they don't even want to get married. Dad, you can't blame Kate's bad decision on me or being a vegetarian. That's a crazy stretch. Honestly, you just were not a good enough influence on Caden. But what's really crazy is what you told kids at Sunday school the other week. I've had children and concerned parents tell me that you believe Katrina is not resting with Jesus in heaven right now. You believe that she's not in a better place, but that she's just, just dead. Dad, I... But the last straw, son, is what you did to your cousin. Who'd, who do you... He Heather? Uncle Mike and Aunt Becky told me that Heather refused to go to the only Married to Christ camp. They said you convinced her not to go. Not only that, she's bringing her gay friends to their church. Why should she invite her friends to come to church? For one thing, Liam, they're making the church members there very uncomfortable. But, but Dad, church is a place for all sinners. Shouldn't we welcome them with open arms? Son, I know that you know homosexuality is an abomination according to the Bible in both the Old and the New Testaments. I agree homosexuality is a sin, Dad. But Heather, she's, she's her niece. She's my cousin. She's family. Liam, son, I love Heather like she's my own daughter. But we cannot endorse her kind's lifestyle. Her kind? Dad, are you even listening to yourself? Heather is gay, but... But she's still a human. She's a sinner, but she's not worse sinner than a heterosexual sinner. We can hate the sin, but still love the sinner. Isn't that what Jesus preaches? Oh, Lord, forgive me. Where have I gone wrong with you, son? Why do you hold on to so many erroneous beliefs? Why are you going against what our church teaches? None of the reformers believed in all these things that you believe in. Dad, I can only follow what the Bible teaches. If the Bible goes against our church's core teaching, or even what reformers like Martin Luther thought, I have to follow the Bible. That's enough, Liam. I'm just going to ask you directly. Have you joined the cult? Have you been influenced by Mr. Rivera? Are you a Seventh-day Adventist? Seventh-day what? No, I, I don't even know what that is. I haven't even joined any cult or group or anything like that. Why are you accusing Mr. Rivera? He's always been a good Christian neighbor. The only thing Mr. Rivera ever did to me, he gave me a cookbook when I was curious about being a vegetarian. Liam, as long as you live under my roof, I will not tolerate you spreading these dangerous... No, I can't even say their beliefs. These dangerous lies to other people. Dad? Okay. Hmm? I'll move out of the house. I don't want to cause problems at home. Son, wait. I, I didn't, I don't mind. I just wanted you to see the light. Dad, you know, I greatly respect you as a father and as a pastor. But you taught me to stay strong in my convictions. I can't follow our church traditions anymore. I have to follow Jesus and what the Bible teaches only. Son. Can't you see you're making a big mistake here? I love you, Liam. It just hurts me to see you following a false light. I won't stop you from leaving. 
Just remember this one thing. Just remember the story of the prodigal son. When you come to your senses, you know where home is. That was an intense conversation. It's the late afternoon now. Almost done packing. It's been rough. Mom's crying, begging me to stay and make up with dad. Kid didn't say much, but I can tell that he understands. Dad hasn't said a word since our last conversation. Lord, am I wrong? Have I misinterpreted your words? God, please send me your Holy Spirit and guide me. I don't want this division between me and my family. If I'm holding on to false belief, please show me my error in the Bible. I don't want to follow Jesus to be the light. What do I do now? Where am I going to go? This episode was written by Jennifer and David Quatch. The voice of Liam was Justin Vung. Original theme music and narration by Philip Pitcher. This episode was brought to you by Adventasty, sharing God's health message through simple and fun vegetarian recipes. This episode was brought to you by Studio 6, professional coaching for actors and public speakers. For more information, check out www.studiovi.net. You have been listening to The Veggie Boy Project. Please join us in a few months for Season 3.